one knows where they go or whom they see. And when they come back, they're changed. How changed? I don't know yet. That's one of the things we're going to find out. Steady, big boy. Are you ready now? Come on, then. Get him up, Scott. hearty cry of Hyo Silver has echoed through the years from the wild and untamed west of yesterday. It has acted as a symbol of courage to the oppressed, a challenge to the lawless. Let us return to the west of old and thrill to another of the Lone Ranger's stories featuring the most picturesque and colorful character ever to ride the plains and prairies. Welcome to The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger. The Lone Ranger lives by a code of conduct. This conduct consists of two major parts, the Lone Ranger Creed and a set of guidelines. One of the Lone Ranger's creeds is that God put the firewood there, but that every man must gather and light it himself. The Lone Ranger is part of the Life Podcast Network. Our goal is to keep adding shows to our network that bring you good, family-friendly content. If you're interested in becoming involved with our podcast network, please go to lifepodcast.net and click on the Contact Us page. We're also working on a monthly live broadcast designed to connect Lone Ranger enthusiasts. Sign up at our Facebook page to keep up to date. And now, let's listen to another great tale of the Lone Ranger. Tonto was in camp at sunset, waiting for the Lone Ranger. The Indian hoped his masked friend would bring news that at last there was evidence against the cattle king, Benjamin Steele. The distant sound of hoofs brought Tonto to his feet. He peered between the trees of the woods and saw the white horse Silver, and then the man in the saddle. Maybe this time him bring good news. And come plenty fast. Oh, saddle up! Uh huh. Me get scout ready, Tonto. Oh, there's Silver's Teddy Boy, Teddy. Tonto, saddle up quick. Steady boy. Here, I'll help you. Uh, What's the matter? Find it right now. Throw up your blankets. I'll cinch up. Hold it, Scout. Hold it, big fella. There. You got news about Steele? Steele? No, not yet, Tonto. We'll have to leave Steele alone for a few days. There's something more urgent. And what's that? We've got to get to Coldwater before midnight. You know where that is. Oh, we go there before. Yes. Not much of a town, but there's a mighty strange situation in Coldwater. Hold up while I take off the mask and disguise myself. And why do we go to Coldwater? To talk to a girl named Betty Manning. She works in the cafe and she needs help. Oh, a fellow named Manning owned cafe in Coldwater. Yes, that's Betty's father. Maybe we get there by midnight. We ride plenty fast. Well, there's no time to lose. And Tonto almost ready now. There's a mystery at Coldwater. Men disappear for a few days and then return. No one knows where they go or whom they see. And when they come back, they're changed. How changed? I don't know yet. That's one of the things we're going to find out. Steady, big boy. <laughs> Are you ready now? Come on, then. Get him up, Scout. Come on, Scout. What time is it now, Jake? Time? Well, it's a few minutes till midnight. Why asking, Betty? Oh, I, I just wondered, that's all. Well, what difference does the time make? 
You know we stay open till the last dog's hung. Your pa don't believe in closing the cafe early and letting a worn-out bartender get some sleep before the sun comes up. Why don't you complain to pa? Oh, now, Miss Betty, I'm not complaining. Don't be peevish and pecky just because I say something. Well, if you don't like your job. I do declare there's something worrying you, Miss Betty. What is it? Why do you think I'm worried? Oh, now, look. Maybe I'm nothing but an old bartender, but I've seen enough of folks to know what's going through their minds. And right now, you're worrying about something that might happen or something that might not happen. What is it? Nothing. Oh, you've asked me the time about six times in the past hour. Well, maybe I'm looking for a friend to show up. <laughs> so that's it, eh? You're hoping Jerry will drop in. Well, yes, that's it. Sure, that's it, Jake. How'd you guess? Mm, by thunder, that's not it. Sure it is. That's all. I'm waiting for Jerry to show up. Betty, things is quiet right now. Let me say something. What? I've known you and your power for a long time, since you was knee-high to a grasshopper. You ought to know that you can trust old Jake. Of course I know it. Then why don't you? And why don't you, old man? Pa trusts you. Not the whole way. He leaves you to run the cafe for days at a time. He lets you handle all the cash. Well, that's not the kind of trusting I'm talking about. That's part way trusting, but not all way trusting. Now, Betty, uh, where'd your pa go last week? Why don't you ask him? I did, and he won't tell. Well, he doesn't want you to know. Why should I tell you? Do you know? Well, I... Well, look at me, Betty. Do you know where we went? No. Oh, I? No, I don't. Well, that's just it. He's been a different man since he got back. He's talking of selling out the cafe and leaving this part of the country. <laughs> He's nervous as a cat. He's scared as a hen with brood chicks when a dozen hawks is circling low. Now, ain't that so? Yes, Jake. That's so. Well... It's midnight. Now I... Can I speak to you for a minute? Oh, sure. Uh, Sure thing, Jerry. Jerry. I'm leaving now, Betty. I I reckon I'll be back in a day or so. Jerry, where are you going? Sorry, but I sort of secret. You won't even tell me? Jake, I want you to take charge of this envelope while I'm away. Yeah. Lock it in the safe till I come back. If I... Step down here a minute, will you? Sure thing, son. What do you want me to do? Jake... You know how I feel about Betty. I'm hoping to someday to ask you to marry me. Well, sure. Everyone expects that. If something should happen that I, I don't come back, I want Betty to have what's in this envelope. I'll remember. Thanks. Uh, and Jerry, hold on. Yeah? I don't suppose you could tell me where you're going. No. You know that you're not the first one that's left town sudden and mysterious. I know. Maybe when I get back, I'll be able to tell something. Uh, you'll be able to, but I'll bet my bottom dollar you'll be as close-mouthed as Manning and Dresden and all the others are. We'll see. Remember what I told you about the envelope. I'll remember. So long, Jerry. Good luck. What did Jerry say? Now, Betty, if you want to know, you just ask him. Oh, here's your paw. Betty? Oh, yes, Pa. Watch the customers and don't spend so much time talking. I have been watching them. There's a man in the private back room that wants some service. Now go wait in his table. Yes, sir. Hello, Betty. Are you Betty Manning? Yes. What did you want? Something to eat or drink? I don't want either. Well, then why... What's that? Cartridge. Have you ever seen one like it? Now, see here. I'm busy. I have... Silver. You better bring something to eat or you'll have no reason to talk to me. You did come. You heard that I wanted to see you. Who was the young fellow that just left the cafe? He's the next in line. Oh, I don't know what to do. I don't know who to talk to. Even the sheriff himself has been been away on one of those mysterious trips. The fellow you saw is Jerry Lambert. 
He, he's my best friend. If something happens to him, I... What does happen? That's what I don't understand. Bring a plate of supper, Betty. Make as many trips as you can. Each time you come in, you can tell me a little more of what you know. That's just it. There's nothing to tell. Men leave town for a few days, then come back. When they come back, they're, they're entirely changed. Paul was happy and carefree and finding big things for the town of Coldwater. Then he went away. When he came back, he, he said he was going to sell out and leave here. He told me to keep it a secret. The sheriff went away. He came back quiet and worried and older looking. Now he barely speaks to anyone. Who else? Hank Timmons. He's the father of my friend Jane. The same thing happened to him. And Jane says he's planning to sell out and go east, same as Pa. And who else? Oh, there's four or five others. If only you'd been here earlier. I wanted you here before midnight. Jerry had to leave at midnight. Maybe you could have been followed. He's being followed. Oh. Hello, we'll see where he goes. But if it's known that Jerry's followed, he might be killed. Hello, be careful. Betty, there's other people waiting. Yes, Pa. I'll bring supper right in. Thanks. Step lively, daughter. I will. Just a minute, Manning. Huh? Close the door, will you? Well? I, uh, I hear you want to sell out. No such thing. That's not true. Sell out? Why should I sell out? I've got a good place here making good money. I wouldn't sell out. Of course not. No? No. Oh, I see. I, uh, must have misunderstood. Your supper will be right in. Who's that? Oh, Mr. Manning, where's Betty? Here she comes. Jane, what's the matter? Out there. He's on the ground. I, I saw it happen. Who? Not Jerry. Don't tell me Jerry's... Oh, no, no, it's an Indian. Out beyond the hitch rail. Indian? It's Tonto. It must be Tonto. Oh, yes, you say, Jane? Who's killed? I saw it happen. He was hit on the head. The man rode away fast. I couldn't see who it was. It was dark. And he was following Jerry. They'll know Jerry was Betty, following... Betty, stop that. Stop talking. Where's this ranger going? I'm going to find out. No, wait, Jake. I'll go with you. There's the stranger alongside the Indian. Look at the white horse. Run right over to that man. He called the children. Hold on. Hold on there. We'll help you with that Indian. He's lifting him up on the white horse. He called the horse Silver. Jake. Betty. That man's the Lone Ranger. Wait, wait, mister. Now they'll know. Oh, Paul. Now they'll know Jerry was followed and they'll kill him. Who? Who will kill Jerry? I don't know, Paul. I don't know, but you know. You know what they'll do. They'll, they'll get Jerry. There, Tonto. You'll be all right in a few minutes. Something me all right now. You've got a hard rap on the head. I'm sure there's no fracture. Uh, me all right. Yeah, don't try to stand up yet. Uh, where's Scout? He's here in the woods. He followed Silver when I brought you out of town. Uh, not good. Did you see who struck you? Uh, me not know. Me get hit from behind. Well, a girl, a friend of Betty Manning, saw you knocked down. She saw a man hit you, then right away. Oh. I don't know what game is being played around here, Kimosabe, but the stakes seem to be high. Even the sheriff is afraid. Hmm, where we start? We've got to learn from one of the men who knows. Who knows? Well, Manning knows. Hank Timmons knows. So does the sheriff. Jerry will know when he returns. Oh, but maybe him not come back? We know that the men who leave the town are being watched. And what we do? These men in town aren't cowards. They're brave men. They're not afraid of losing their lives or their money. They often face death and defeat. 
But all plenty scared when they them come back. Yes. What are they afraid of? Well, it's going to be hard to get information, Tonto. Everyone saw me carry you away. They know who I am. They'll guess why I'm here. Uh, maybe Tonto go to town, hear plenty things. Hey, you'd be known, too. That's Silver. What's the matter, boy? Him hear someone. So do I. That way. All right, we've got you. That's the man, Sheriff. Don't go for a gun, Misty. You're covered. Manning. That's the man. Get a hand following you, Misty. Who are you? Ben Bates. I'm Sheriff. How's the Indian? He's all right. Jane Timmons thought he'd been killed. I'm glad he wasn't. Why you come here? To tell you two, you've got to clear out. Why? Because I say so. What would you do if we don't clear out, Sheriff? Jail us? No, we couldn't do that. Then what will you do? Well, I hate to say this, mister, but you leave or we'll shoot you. <laughs> but you would That's do. where you're wrong. We would. We're not fooling. You've got till daybreak to get out of these parts. Otherwise, I'd hate to do it, but I promise you I'll shoot. Manning, did the sheriff's daughter know about I've this? I've got no daughter. Oh, sheriff's young's a boy. I see. A young boy. Too young to know what's going on. Sheriff, you'd sooner shoot me than have something happen to your son, wouldn't you? Yes, I... Sheriff, he knows. Why, Thunder, he guessed it. Well, that's the hold on you. You're afraid for your children. Manning and Timmons have daughters. You, Sheriff, have a son. You don't dare tell where you went or why. That's enough. Don't say any more. I've gone this far, and I'm going the rest of the way. I'm going to find out all about this trouble. You're getting out of here. Not in the morning, but right now. You're getting out, or you're getting shot. Now, which is it to be? The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger story. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments. Next time on The Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger. Every move we make is known to these men. Besides, we couldn't prove that they've broken any laws. They're driving men like you and Manning out of the West. That's enough against them. But it's nothing criminal. Anyway, we're not going to discuss it. you got to clear out. Sheriff, Tonto knows enough about Jerry's horse to follow the trail. We're going to do that. Nothing is going to happen to Manning's daughter or to your son. But you can't Come on, be... Tonto, mount up, silly big fellow. <laughs> the Moral Code, Tales of the Lone Ranger, is part of the Life Podcast Network. A group of family-friendly podcasts bringing a positive message of hope and inspiration. Some of the audio for this podcast was provided by the archive.org online database.